Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm great. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to some football back in our lives, even if it is the NFL. Uh, excited for playoff time. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. I uh, want to focus on the college game a little bit. I imagine last week, just looking at the dates that when you were on with Mark, you talked about Nick Saban's uh, retirement from Alabama. Uh, so I am curious about what you think about his replacement in Kalen DeBoer. Yeah, I I like it on the surface, right? The guy, it's hard to look at a guy with 12 career losses uh, and only one at home during a COVID season and not get excited. I know, obviously, it's a, no matter what, you're going to take a step back when you have uh, the shoes that are Nick Saban's to fill. But you go, you swing for the fences if you're Alabama, and you hope for the best. Uh, I am cautiously optimistic that it will be a home run higher, a good higher in the long run. I, I do worry in the era of the transfer portal and how much talent he's going to be able to to, uh, to keep this offseason and then compete next year because he's got to be ready uh, from the jump. So uh, 2024 might be a little bit of a bumpy road for Alabama, but I think they can, they can get it straight now. Successful football coach is not something that would be debated, but what are the attributes that you've either observed in him or been told about him that you think give him a chance to be successful? It's the, the leadership qualities and the development of the talent around him. Um, he's been able to recruit really well. He's been able to keep talent well, uh, but he's also been able to get the talent that he has in the board, keep, keep them in the room with him, and then ultimately make them better players. I think we saw it with Michael Pettick, the, the sort of he was able to explode. The talent every year got better that he had Michael Pettick on his roster, whether that was at Indiana or ultimately where he was at, with Washington as well. So I think you look at it, he, uh, he also has that key ability to allow his coordinators the, the chances around them to also you pit to their strengths. He knows what his weaknesses are or where he may not be the strength, his strongest attributes, and he allows the, uh, the coordinators the freedom uh, to do their jobs so to speak. I think it's a, it's a hard thing for coaches to allow them a, a shorter or longer leash for the coordinators. He has that. Inevitably, if there's a coaching change, that there's going to be players that decide to leave. But of what we've seen from Alabama and those that have jumped in the portal and or left, what of that group uh, that is choosing to do so concerns you? The the splashy and the, the stars for what we're going to be the future for the, not just this season, but next year. So I jumped immediately to Caleb Downs, the safety who was a freshman All-American for us, and a freshman All-American, I believe, on every publication. Uh, led the team in tackles, if, if, I'm, if memory serves, over mm-hmm. 100 tackles. Uh, anytime you have a true freshman doing that for a team like Alabama, a defense like Alabama, that is worrisome. Where does he go? Where does he land? And then ultimately, does he have a revenge game coming up? He was a, an integral part, not just for 2024, but for 2025. And uh, Gaten Proctor, the tackle, who uh, great recruit, had a really not a good true freshman season, but you could see the talent is there. I'm not quite as surprised by him, considering he was a, a lead to Iowa back in the day during his recruiting process. But uh, ultimately, the, the top talent that was going to be there, not just for 2024, Downs, Proctor, but also 2025, those two guys that were, were integral pieces. I, I'd like to see what he does to replace those two. I'm Mike Tuckin for Mark Daniels, Beat of Sports. Cam Miller joining with us, uh, talking some college football. He does leave the Huskies job behind. They'll go to the Big Ten. They'll do so with a new coach and Jed Fish, who... His team, Arizona, was going to the Big 12 next year. What do you think of the hire of Jed Fish? Uh, you know, I like it, what he's been able to do at Arizona with a roster that was depleted 
from previous regime at Arizona, how he was able to to move them around. It did take him three seasons or, or two seasons before finally the fruits of the labor did pay off. Didn't bring with him the players. I think it was uh, I think well documented now at this point his, his exit from Arizona not as uh, as polite as it could have gone from the players there as well. And so I think it's going to be a bumpy road for Washington with him. I think you have to take it and, and look at sort of his track record with what he was able to do at Arizona. The roster would have better at Washington, but how many players are they going to lose? When are they going to do a quarterback? I think it's going to be a, a gap year before they see some success again, especially the Big 12, or Big 10, excuse me. We don't know yet what Jim Harbaugh is going to elect to do, whether it's staying at Michigan or going into the NFL. I, I see where uh, you wrote about it at College Football Network. If if Harbaugh leaves, what is their best option? It, to me, it's Sean Moore. We, we got to see what he was able to do as the acting head coach, Fair enough this year, uh, plenty of times, and the freedom that uh, Harbaugh allowed him to do to have on the on the team. I think that Sharon Moore is the guy that leads the team if Harbaugh leaves, only unless Sharon Moore wants to eventually get in the NFL and then he follows Jim Harbaugh to the NFL. Then I think you also look on the staff as Jesse Mitchell, the defensive coordinator. So I, I do believe a promotion from within. It's a very tight culture out there in Michigan, and so I think what they would do would be best served would be to hire from within and keep those players in the transfer, in the transfer portal era. So uh, throw more first, first pick, and then Jesse Mentor second. Yeah, it is interesting that uh, it it feels like they built a really tight culture, and you know those that talk about Jim Harbaugh, that's probably his greatest strength is what he's able to do with those sort of uh, intangible things. Uh, and so, uh, to me, I agree with you 100. I think that makes the most sense. Um, What's also uh, interesting is some of the guys that have stayed at Michigan, and maybe even more so notably, some of the guys that have stayed at Ohio State. What do you think of uh, some of the decisions that uh, by guys that were going to be NFL draft picks that are electing to stay in college football? I go right to my backyard, to Ohio Stadium in Ohio State. It's, uh, NIL money speaks very loudly. I think if you look at it that way, you have a guy like Trayvon Henderson, even though they got Quinton Judkins from the portal, Henderson, who could have been a potential RB1, uh, decided to stay. And you have, uh, I mean, a slew of others. They're all over the map here in Columbus, Ohio. So if you actually look at any car commercial, they're featured on those. Any sporting good <laughs> commercial, they're on these. So I think that's got to play a factor into it. Wait, they're actually working for the NIL? Isn't that how it's supposed I mean, to work? It's, it's amazing how well it's run up here. It's like a professional show up here. So I will say, to me, that's what I look at, and I look at it. the coaching staff. They understand the development. They understand the chances that they potentially have next year to win the Big Ten and get over that hump. I think that there is, uh, here in Columbus, it is uh, it runs a little bit deeper, that uh, the game at the end of November. They do, this team wants to beat Michigan, and those players that have been here for three years that have not beat Michigan, they want to beat Michigan before they leave. So I think there's a combination of factors here at Ohio State. So Florida State and Miami were both interested in Washington State's quarterback, Cam Ward. Cam Ward elects to go pro. DJ Uyunglele goes to Florida State. Cam Ward changes his mind. Speaking of NIL money, uh, Miami gets their quarterback one for the, the upcoming season. But in, in seeing what Miami has been able to do recruiting-wise the last two years, right, and the talent that they've brought in, what can Cam Ward as a quarterback do to elevate that to where Miami fans want it to be? First off, Cam Ward has to protect the football, uh, and if he does so, the, that Miami roster can compete for the ACC championship, in my opinion. This is a, a team that has plenty of talent at every position, sort of had lackluster quarterback play. We've, we've seen the best of Tyler Van Dyke over the past three seasons, and then we've seen the worst of what quarterback can play uh, on that, that spectrum as well from him as well. So to me, Cam Ward takes care of the football. 
he brings them an ability to elevate talent around him. He did so at Incarnate Word. He did so at Washington State. And if he keeps his ball security issues that he has at bay, this is a guy who brings the best out of players around him. And that's maybe what this Miami team needs. They've not had that in a few years. They've not had it under Coach Cristobal. And so Cam Ward gives them a chance to win and exceed expectations this season. I don't know how many in our audience uh, are watching games out in the Palouse. So for those that haven't, what are the strengths that he brings to the table? It's uh, accuracy, ball placement, and then ultimately he's got an intangible. He's not a dual-threat quarterback by any stretch of the imagination, but he is a guy who can buy time in the pocket. So if you have an offensive line that struggles, he makes up for that because he's got some creativity. He, he can create in the almost in the vein of how Bryce Young was able to create in the pocket at Alabama. That's kind of what Cam Ward does. He keeps the ball a little bit too loose. Uh, you know, I, I go back to how EJ Manuel kept the ball too loose when he was uh, in, the, in the back of the Florida State. It's sort of that vein as well. So mm. he does have incredible accuracy. He's a great athlete and creation capacity. He's able to, uh, to throw receivers open at every level of the field. So there's a lot to like with Cam Ward. All right, you mentioned the NFL playoffs, so I want to ask you this. You've you've watched the NFL season. We've had you on. Mark had you on, obviously, last offseason, talking about guys that are going pro and, and how you thought they would play. We've been through the whole year now. What, what rookies stood out to you positively this year, uh, maybe even more so than the way you thought they would? I... I... Don't like to stick with just quarterbacks, but it's so palpable. <laughs> CJ Stroud and just say, this is the guy that we all thought he could be. There was a reason we at Pro Football Networks had him as, at quarterback number one mm-hmm. over Bryce Young and, and handily over Bryce Young. So to me, the, he has exceeded even our expectations. I think the the level of play and that we've seen from him and then seen on the biggest stage in a wild card playoff game against a great defense like the Browns, exceeding expectations. This is the guy who was ready for the NFL from uh, day one, probably, on OSU campus. And then, you know, you still think you have to have a two- or three-year waiting period before you get the best of a quarterback. He's done it since his rookie season. So, to me, him being that good, Will Anderson being that good as well in that Houston defense, everyone's the last of their draft class. Uh, I do believe Tex- the Texans will be getting the last laugh, though, overall. Who was not as good as you thought they were going to be this year? I <laughs> same, same boat, Bryce Young. I'm shocked <laughs> at how poorly he was this year. Uh, no accuracy, which is just so so stunning to me to see that. Um, Quentin Johnston as well, the, the receiver for the mm. Chargers. What we saw from him and what we were able to see from him at TCU was a guy who I compared to Kelvin Benjamin, and I thought we could see a rookie season like Kelvin Benjamin mm. have with the Panthers as well. We did not. He reminds me that. of the negatives with Kelvin Benjamin. As much exactly. As right? <laughs> so are we going to see him rock up to, to camp this summer at a, like 260 like Kelvin Benjamin did for the Panthers? I don't know. We'll see, but... Uh, there's still talent there, and whether it takes next year or the year after, still hold out hope because he, uh, he's incredibly talented. Hope's the right word because that's my next question. And maybe it's not Q, maybe it's somebody else. But who's the guy that maybe didn't play as well, but you're not dismissing, you're not, hey, not writing them off yet. Maybe they didn't get the playing time. Maybe they weren't in the right system, new coach, whatever it might be. Who's that guy? That's uh, probably a tough one. I I don't think we saw enough of Christian Gonzalez, the quarterback for the, for the mm-hmm. Patriots. Okay. Uh, I know he was hurt, I yeah. believe. A um, few games here and there. I think he flashed that ability. I think if you look at it on the surface, you say, hey, where did he go? Where was the production? He was injured. Get him back in a full uh, full bill of health. And I think you have Chris Gonzalez up there at the top of not just rookie your second-year quarterback next year, but ultimately in the entire NFL. I think this guy's got uh, got lockdown quarterback, quarterback one skills. All right, I'll pat myself on the back here. I drafted Puka Nakua in my dynasty league. I drafted him in my redraft league in the final round, so... I rode that horse all the way to uh, championships this year. What did you think about Puka coming into the NFL? 
So as a resident, uh, I'm allowed in Provo whenever I want to be. Uh, and everything's <laughs> taken care of with uh, my Zach Wilson hype that I had back in the day. So I knew about Puka a, a ways ago. Uh, sure. I did not expect him to be this good. Mm-hmm. But I, you go back to the Senior Bowl, last year's Senior Bowl. He got hurt you know, on the second day of practices. But that first day, he took over. He was the best player on the field. His routes were crisp. He was faster than everybody else in on the field of play. There's a difference in, field, in speed of play. Uh, then there is just the underwear Olympics, and Puka showed that he has incredible hands. The routes were there. He was smart. He was taking everything. The only thing that kept him from being a first or second round pick or first or second day pick was uh, the injury history, and that really was the microcosm of it. He got hurt on the second day, didn't play in the senior bowl the rest of the way. So uh, exceeding expectations, which even I said were lofty, uh, I said he was a 10-year pro. And so at this rate, uh, not just a 10-year pro, an, an all-pro soon. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely on his way with the season he just had, breaking about every rookie receiving record imaginable. The vote for him and C.J. Stroud will be very interesting for Offensive Rookie of the Year. I'm gonna, I'm one more, just because you mentioned the Senior Bowl. It's coming up here in a couple of weeks, and you noted how you thought Puka stood out to you there. Who's the person you're most looking forward to seeing at the Senior Bowl? I want to watch these quarterbacks and see which quarterback exceeds what we think of them um, on the surface. How does Bo Nix come in back in the state of Alabama? Um, we'll see how he's welcomed back to Mobile to the state of Alabama himself. Um, can he put that on? Was it just a system that we saw him in at Oregon with the, the success of the past two years? I don't think it was. I think he's a dramatically better quarterback than he was uh, with, with his time at, at, uh, at Auburn. So to me, how Bo Nix comes down, adjusts to the speed of the NFL, the NFL playbooks, and how well he performs, because I think he could put himself as QB4, QB3, challenge Jaden Daniels. Always a great conversation, Cam. Thanks for joining me today. My pleasure as always. Thank Cam you. Meller at uh, Cam Meller online. That's M E L L O R if you're looking for him on the Twitter X machine. Always a fun conversation. Coming up next, the news. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.